Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. Welcome to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I'm your host, comedian and writer, Emily Winter. I am so excited to be bringing you this 2022 season of Comedians with Ghost Stories. I am so grateful to everyone that has reached out with a story, a real story that happened to them. If you are a creative type who has a ghost story, something that happened to you, um, that's pretty remarkable, and you want to tell it on the pod, reach out to me, email me at emcwinter at gmail.com. Otherwise, enjoy this episode. Today on the podcast, I'm super excited to have comedian Elise Golgowski. Elise, thank you for being on the pod. Yeah, thank you for having me. I am so excited to hear your ghost story. Uh, we play yeah. comedian softball together, and you mentioned that you lived in a haunted house that your parents still own, and I want to hear all about it. Where yeah. is this house, and how did you, what's your story? Okay, so this house is in Apalachicola, Florida, which uh, is in the panhandle, if you're familiar with the geography. Nice. <laughs> Uh, Apalachicola is a place I've never heard of before though. I've never heard of it either until they moved there and even <laughs> when I got there I was like where the fuck am I? <laughs> yeah it's now, on the Forgotten Coast is what it's called. Because, the Forgotten Coast? Yeah <laughs> that's its name like with Pensacola and stuff like that whole strip of a of a coast on the Gulf of Mexico. Oh that's so funny. So your parents bought this house? Yes, they bought it. I, I never actually like lived there. Uh, they bought it when I was already moved out. Um, and so that's where they, they're they there to re- basically retire. That's their mm-hmm. retirement home. So they bought this old house and they're fixing it up. And that's where they live now. And I go and visit them. Uh, yeah, and it's haunted. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so well, first of all, did they know it was haunted when they bought it? And how old is this house? Uh, so the house is over a hundred years old and nice. they didn't know it was haunted until after they bought the house. And even then my dad doesn't really believe it. Oh my gosh. He's like, no, no. And I think it's just cause he's like, look, I I'm prepared to die here. So I don't want to, to think that somebody's going to be here when I die, you know, telling me to leave. <laughs> yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of work once you sign up for a haunted house so like yeah I can get I can understand why you deny it for a while um so what started happening in the house that made you think it was haunted so um this I didn't even know that it was haunted either like my parents they didn't tell us or anything 
Um, and so what happened was I was visiting one year for Christmas and that's when like the whole family got back and we were at this house. Um, and so, uh, I think we, we went to a church service for Christmas Eve and the, the preacher was saying that it's like, oh, this is actually a very holy holiday because it's when the barrier between the physical and spiritual world is at its thinnest. And he was saying like, that's why it's so magical. Like people think it's Halloween. No, it's actually Christmas. Cause that's when Jesus, like the Holy spirit came into the physical realm. That's fascinating. And, yeah. Of course it's all bullshit. Cause it's a pagan holiday, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I thought that was a really cool takeaway from that, um, that scripture. And so uh, we got back. And I was going to put uh, presents into where the Christmas tree was. And nobody was really, everyone was just getting into the house. So I was all by myself. And the way the house is split up is there's like a, a hallway, and like a foyer mm-hmm. where you walk in. And then there's two sets of French doors on either side. One goes to the east wing and then the left goes to the west wing. Whoa, then, your parents got wings? Good job, your parents. <laughs> Holy well, God. now I know why it's like, oh, it makes sense why this house was so cheap that they could afford it. There's <laughs> fucking ghosts in it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so then there's a big living room. And then beyond that, there's another set of French doors. And then there's like another like little um, living room area. And that's where uh, the Christmas tree was. And so uh, I walked through the first set of French doors and I've got my presents. And then I walked towards the second set of French doors leading to the far living room and they were closed. Mm-hmm. And as I walked right up to them, I was like three feet away. The doors just open. Oh my God. And I, I was like, oh, that's weird. But I kind of laughed and I even called out to like my sister. I was like, haha, I think the house likes me. It opened the doors for me, you know? It was just kind of like a haha, I'm getting the house in the will. Fuck you. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't think anything of it. So I walk in and I set the presents down, whatever. Um, and then uh, the, the next night, um, so it's after Christmas, I was, it was at nighttime again. I was going to get something from that living room and uh, I walked up to where the, the doors were, where, like where I was when they opened the first time and they didn't open that time. And so I was like, huh, I wonder if it was like, cause I stepped on a board or something or maybe yeah. I left and the wind blew it. So I tried again, like taking a few steps back and then I kind of like rushed the door and it didn't open. So I was like, okay. So I open the doors and I leave them open and I go in and I'm reaching for something and I don't bother turning the light on. Cause I'm like, what? I don't need to turn the light on. Mm-hmm. And while I'm fully in this room, like bending over to pick something up from underneath the tree, the doors close behind me. Oh my God. And I turned around and I thought, I thought to myself like, oh, what a funny prank the house is playing on me. I was expecting them to open, but now they're closing on me. Right. And right after I thought, oh, what a funny prank. I heard a laughter. <gasps> yeah, I swear to God. <gasps> I swear to God. I heard a... <laughs> oh my God, it was like a man's? Yeah, it was like a deep voice, like a... 
but I don't know if it was a man or not because um, I have a very deep voice. So I feel like, because sometimes when I'm at a comedy show and like uh. the comedian will say something and then I'll respond, they'll be like, oh, cool, that guy. So, <laughs> so you're like, I'm not going to gender this ghost. Yeah, yeah it's a non-binary <laughs> laugh. Let's say. <laughs> but yeah, I remember distinctly hearing like a <laughs> kind of thing and so after that I was like I need to get the fuck out of here so I left um oh my god but okay so this is like I, first of all I got chills which is my favorite thing <laughs> that's why I love to do this podcast um but like so so far we've just got kind of like a friendly prankster yes voice non-binary ghost okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it and I didn't I, like everyone was getting ready for bed so my sister was upstairs brushing her teeth and I was just thinking about it because I was like, maybe that was in my head. I don't know. But I clearly remember hearing that. And there was nobody on the ground floor. Like it's a it's a two-story building. Uh-huh. So everybody was upstairs getting ready for bed because that's where all the bedrooms are. Because I was just trying to think like maybe I heard like my dad or like my mom. But there's literally nobody. Um, and so I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? I'll just I'll go ahead and like tell somebody. So I told my sister that, and my sister's like, why are you telling me this when we're getting ready for bed? (laughs) And I was like, well, it just happened. That's why. Yeah. And so my sister immediately was like, mom, mom, get over here. At least like, at least tell her, tell her what happened. And so I told my mom that, and as I'm telling her the story, she like stops, she gets really pale and like her eyes get really big. And she's like, Elise, you're freaking me out because I didn't tell you girls this. But like about a month ago, I was sitting on the front porch and uh, this woman, Missy, who in town, she's known as being clairvoyant. Uh-huh. Uh, she came riding on her bicycle and just decided to stop. And she's like, oh, by the way, you have a friendly spirit in your house. <gasps> yeah. And I didn't know this until my mom told me that. And I was like, what? Like you didn't tell she's like, yeah, because it's it's whatever. It's you know, people do math up here. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I like that your parents are like, it is Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like calm down. Um yeah, and so she was like kind of like, oh my god, that's kind of creepy. And then later on she would tell us that the woman, Missy, um, so she was a previous house owner and then she sold it to these people that bought the house um before my that my parents bought the house from okay so missy lived there yeah yeah so she lived there she lived there with uh her husband who was a carpenter and one thing was missy was saying that she the she says it's a woman an older woman that the spirit is um and then uh was it? Oh, she was saying that she's very particular and she doesn't, she likes her house to be a certain way. Oh. And so, um, yeah, like, cause her, her husband was a carpenter. So he would try to like do different woodworks to like some of the cabinets and stuff and his tools would go missing. And like one day, uh, he went to go to the tool shed and he came back and all the cabinets had been opened things like that and my parents had been working on the house a lot because they're you know renovating it and changing everything um so yeah and and making the spirit mad maybe 
yeah maybe it's like hey this is my house get the fuck out <laughs> you know but it's also like lady like times are changing like you can't just leave something it's gonna look old and dated you gotta change it up um yeah, oh my yeah. gosh so did you ever experience the ghost again ever have your parents um I I don't oh there was there was a few things that were that were weird that happened um uh late that same trip that I was on after this had happened it was like a few days later but we were sitting um in the kitchen in the dining area I guess and that's on the yeah so we walk so it's on the east side of the house and so I'm sitting there we're playing like cards like a monopoly card game and I'm facing to where like the far living room is and I'm it's probably just in my head because I'm looking through like, like a one, two, two sets of French doors, like the mm-hmm. glass, and plus it's far away, but we have a couch that's right uh, where the French doors are in that living room. And it literally looked like there was somebody sitting on the couch looking at me. And it looked like um, I described them as looking like my brother's old piano teacher because he had like this weird like parted down the middle and then like a weird little curl thing and I looked up the time that the the house was built in and it was very fashionable for women to wear their hair like parted down the side and then have like the the bun thing oh my gosh so I was oh. like oh it kind of checks out uh- whoa that's awesome so you may have caught her out of the corner of your eye I may have, yeah, but I didn't want to like, because again, I was like, ah, maybe it's just some, uh, it's just an old, it's, I'm new to this house, so I'm seeing weird things in glass and stuff. Um, and then something that happened recently was um, my sister was uh, staying with my parents over the pandemic because she's from New York and, you know, it's not fun to be in New York during the pandemic. Oh yes, I was. And boy, oh boy, I lost my mind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So she moved down and she basically was living there with my parents. Um, and they have an apartment in Orlando because my dad still works down there. And, uh, they were going back up to the house and my sister had the key and she tried to unlock the back door and the key wasn't working. Like it, it wouldn't work and the door was clearly locked. And so that she kept trying the key and then, um, and they're like, all right, it's, it's, we need to find a way. I think there's a window that's open that we keep unlocked. You can go. So she basically broke, like went through the window, went to where the back door was and the back door was unlocked. <gasps> and she was like, no, everybody, like, she even asked my parents, like, did you unlock it? And they're like, no, we've just been standing out here waiting with the dogs and so oh my god so it's another little prank yeah I love it she's like hi I just want you to know that I'm here and I do have judgments on your decorating taste oh man that's awesome yeah because it's nothing nothing like malevolent has happened like no one's fallen down the stairs or anything yeah I think the only scary thing that happened was they had a worker working on a fire one of the chimneys or fireplaces and um, a brick fell on their head when they were working on it. He's fine. Oh my like, God. That's the only thing that's happened was him like tearing out a, a fireplace and then a brick fell on his head. But, and that could just literally be a, a brick falling on a head. 
<laughs> yeah, good. Oh my God. Okay. So it's so weird to me that like you and your sister have had experiences, but your parents know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe they have, but they haven't said anything. Cause again, like they don't want to believe it. Yeah. That. And I think, um, I don't know because I feel like my mom is a little like sensitive to that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Cause like, I remember growing up, like she used to tell me that she would have really weird dreams that were very vivid and, but they didn't make sense. And then like later on they would end up coming true. And then you could kind of see like, Oh, it's, if you just, that's what it was trying to tell me. Um, oh my God. That is so freaky. Cause you're like, I want to interpret this, but I don't, you did not give me enough information. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other uh, stories from this lovely haunted house? Uh, just the last thing that happened was um, this past December uh, when I was there, my sister bought one of those uh, electric electro pulse reader things that they have. On yeah. And so uh, I turned it on. She was like, oh, yeah, I had it. And I was like looking around, but I didn't see anything like it's supposed to change the colors from like red to green and whatever. And so I was like, okay, let me play with it. And so I turned it on and we were by like the living room and I was waving it around. I was like, yeah, nothing's happening. And she's like, I know it sounds stupid, but you're supposed to talk to the ghost. And I was like, really? Like, what am I supposed to say? She's like, ask it questions. It's like, like what? And she goes, I don't know. Like say, if there's anybody here, can you please change the light? And then after she said that, the light changed from red to yellow. Ooh! Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's the last thing that's happened. So, so your parents are a little skeptical. Explain that. I know. I feel like my parents are a little um, because I know when they made changes, they like painted the house used to be this gaudy blue color. Mm -hmm. Um, and they painted it white. It looks so much better. But in town, it was always called the Blue House. Oh. So it was like a landmark that people would be like, oh, yeah, you just go past the Blue House, take a ride at the Blue House, you know, things like that. And so when they changed it to white, people were a little upset about that. Just there. Yeah, because it had been <laughs> blue for so long. So I, I think maybe one of the reasons why, like, my parents are a little like, no, we're not going to believe in this ghost is because Missy was like, oh, the ghost doesn't like it when you change the house. So. And they change the house in the most major way. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I hope that people in town still call it the blue house because I love it when that happens. And then if you're new, you're like, that house is not blue. Am I insane? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, it's awesome. So... What's happening now is it is weeks later from our original recording and uh, Elise is back. Thank you so much for coming back, Elise. Yes, thank you for having me. Um, well, I am just very excited because more things happened in the Blue House and uh, you just got word from your mom that you had some stuff happen. So I wanted to include it. Um, so tell me what what's what's the ghost up to now? Yeah, so it's funny because, like, I'm glad that it happened to my mom and not (laughs) to me. So that way, because she even called me first and she hadn't told anybody about it. I was the first person she talked to um, because she didn't want to seem crazy. And she's like, well, at least had an experience. So maybe she would know, whatever. 
So um, a few days ago, it was like two or three in the morning. My mom was in the house by herself. My dad was still in Orlando. Um, he works. Yeah, he works there. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then he works there for two weeks and then he travels up to go see her for two weeks and then goes back down. And Cool. Um, and so uh, he was still in Orlando. She was in bed around two or three a.m. She wakes up. And she felt and like a presence, like she heard somebody coming up the stairs. Oh my god! And then um, her bedroom is like right as soon as you go up the stairs, you take a right, and the door is right there. And so she heard someone coming up the stairs, and then it walked into her bedroom, <gasps> stood next to her by the bed, no. and she's telling me this on the phone, and I'm like, oh my god, that's insane, that's crazy, and she's like, Elise. That wasn't the worst part. It gets weirder. Oh my God. <laughs> and then she told me that she then felt this presence get into bed with her. Nope. Yes. It got into bed with her and it got on top of her. No. And in my mind, hearing my mom say this is like, oh, is my mom about to tell me that she got raped by this ghost? <laughs> Oh my mom. Oh my oh my oh my mom. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, but nothing like that. Nothing sexual happened. So if it got on top of her but not in a sexual way? No, like she she even told me like it it just felt like she just had weight on her body and she said like she couldn't see anything cuz it was dark but she could still feel like a person's weight on her. <gasps> and so she reached up cuz like in, before when she felt um when she heard someone coming up the stairs, she thought it was my dad. Mm -hmm. uh, he just came back uh, home from working early and just didn't tell her and didn't want to wake her up. So he just was sneaking up the stairs. But she said that once she like, she put her arms up to feel mm -hmm. whatever was up and she could feel like a back. And <gasps> she, she said that it felt like my sister's back because she's very bone. She's very skinny. My mom likes to mention that, like your, your sister's so skinny, skinnier than you, Elise. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she felt like the back, and then she also felt like the small, the small of like a woman's back. <gasps> and the ghost is supposed to be a female ghost. <laughs> oh my gosh! So then she felt this. Oh my god! I can't even. Okay, so this is the craziest thing that's happened. So she feels the woman's back and then just the woman scream or disappear or like what happens yeah then I, I asked her then I was like so what happened after after you felt that she's like honestly I don't remember I just feel like I blacked out and then just suddenly like it was gone and I'm just lying in bed and it's 3 a.m and so I even asked her like do you think maybe you had like sleep paralysis or something mm -hmm. well that's never happened to me and I don't and she even was like at least I don't know what it was, but I know what I felt and I know what I just experienced. So I, I experienced something. Well, maybe when she blacked out, she had, you know, lesbian love making <laughs> with a geriatric ghost. Maybe. <laughs> good for you. What's your mom's name? Helen. Hell, good for Helen. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That is crazy. So, okay. So I, I was just, um, listening to our original recording, which this is going to be part of, 
and your parents were way more skeptical than you. And now that your mom has had this experience, what is their, are they still that skeptical? Have they changed their tune about this a little bit? Well, now my mom is, she, she knows she experienced something. And that's why she told me first, because she's like, I'm not crazy, right? I don't want anyone to think I'm crazy. And I was like, no, that's really weird, though. But I'm glad that you believe me now. And she's like, I do. I do believe you. And they were even thinking about, like, because, um, like, where the living room was that I had my experience with, it's, like, directly underneath where her bedroom is. Okay. To the side. Yeah. So it's, like, maybe it came out of the living room and went up because it... Because, like, uh, she said the medium woman who used to live in that house was, like, maybe the ghost has gotten more comfortable. And so that's why now she can show herself. And so I asked, and my dad's there now. He got back He got back there, um, I think, Friday evening or Friday afternoon. And so uh, so she told him this thing. And he's like, I, what? That's crazy. Um, but I told her, I, she has sage. And I asked her if she's burned it. She's like, no, I haven't burned it yet. Because I'm still, I'm on the fence if this is a, a evil spirit or not. I'm like, it got into bed with you. <laughs> I mean, it may not be evil, but yeah, it does get into bed with you now. So like, I don't know if you want that. Like, did she, is she, was she scared when this was happening? I think she was just kind of bewildered. She said she didn't feel threatened. She didn't feel threatened. Just more like confused of like, what's happening right now? Um, and, it, and again, it wasn't like, she, <laughs> she didn't have like an orgasm or anything. So I don't that think we know was. of. That's true. Maybe she was like leading it, like testing the water to see like, oh, can I trust you, Elise? <laughs> oh my gosh. This is why, I mean, I wonder if that was just like her side of the bed and then, or if it was her deceased husband's side of the bed and she was like, the ghost was like, well, let me give this a try. Let me hop right. on up and see what happens. Oh yeah. my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe. It. So yeah, I was, I was just so happy that that happened to somebody that wasn't me because I feel like I'm always like the girl who cries wolf. So then when it happens to that somebody else, corroboration on these stories is such a thing that makes them incredible. Um, yeah. So this is amazing. Your mom is now a believer, and She's uh, literally touched the other side. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! We'll keep keep me posted if anything else happens this is yeah, awesome. and when you go home for christmas you have to do something you have to like do some kind of yeah oh yeah i'm burning sage whether she wants to or not I, <laughs> told her, I told her how to burn it she's like okay i'll think about it and then i was like did you burn it she's like no i'm gonna see what happens <laughs> maybe they'll become friends yeah maybe that's kind of sweet and weird but i like it right uh, <laughs> The scene from Ghost with Unchained Melody playing in the background and Patrick Swayze shows up. <laughs> oh my god, this bony old lady is, uh, yeah, it's Patrick Swayze. I love it. Elise, where can people find you on the internet? And please plug anything you would like to plug. Great. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at the Big Golgowski. Um, you want to spell it for our non-polish listeners <laughs> sure it is a uh, the big and then g-o-l-g-o-w-s-k-i i have a podcast now great 
Yes, it's called the Sunshine State Stories podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can look us up there. Um, yeah, we and post uh, new episodes every Sunday, and it's basically me and my co-host, Chris Cope, who's also a very funny comic. We just talk about Florida headlines, and we defend the Florida man. That's our that's our slanted or slant take on it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Florida has been a punchline for too long. That's and right. you know what? I I think it will remain a punchline, but it does need a good defense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it does. That, well, give it time. Give it like ten years, and the ocean will reclaim it, and then no more Florida jokes. Yeah, it'll be too sad. <laughs> um. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Emily. And thank you for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Emily MC Winter. Again, that's Emily MC Winter. Um, and please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review. It helps people find the podcast and makes me so happy. Have a great week. Time out.
Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas, Register today at thisisils.org.